Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Blonde, Brunette, and Confused, the podcast where we share stories, unsolicited advice, and conversations about life as college students. We want to give you the unfiltered truth. Today, we are joined by a very special guest who's easily become one of our closest friends. We love her so much. And y'all, I want to discuss four different things with her, which means four different podcast episodes, which means you're going to be hearing a lot from her this season. <laughs> and I, I have no idea how we're going to spread it out and publish it, but we're genuinely just going to sit here for two hours and discuss things for a long time. So uh, buckle in for the first of many installments. Uh, but anyways, the person that I'm referring to is Jocelyn. She's wonderful and amazing, and I'll let her introduce herself, share any fun facts. I don't know. But Jocelyn, thank you for being here. Oh, goodness. Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? I am currently a freshman. I met these lovely ladies because Bella was assigned to be my lion, which is essentially like my big, but for the honors college, because they want to be special. <laughs> um <laughs> And a fun fact about me is I'm almost fluent in sign language. Also, another really fun thing that we're trying to do, everybody, is do a little segment called the Weekly Update, where we update you on our lives, because we're just kind of voices in the void. But we, we're real people, guys. <laughs> we're some voices in the void. We're, we're not real. Yeah, no, we're, we're genuinely real people with lives that you kind of hear about. But what about the day-to-day and not the big events? So, weekly updates. Ladies, what's happening in your lives? Tell me. Fill me in. Finals. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. Yesterday, I wrote half a paper and then took a long nap. Every day, just a little, studying a little bit about each thing, and yeah, that's where we're going. I told the ladies on the walk over here that I spent two hours in the library just on my phone because sometimes you need to feel like you're in a productive space and just not be productive. It just makes me feel a little better about myself. That's true. It is better than like me just being on my phone for two hours in my bed. We had a crazy night in the library last night, okay? Picture this. It's 10 o'clock on a Saturday. I'm sitting at the fourth floor at a desk. There's this couple two desks away from me. So I can't see them. Uh, I'm the only person there, except for somebody across the room and this other couple. Their desk is blocked from my view, but I can hear them just chatting away. And then I start to hear kissing noises, and I'm like, I'm not even going to look. Like, they're out of my eyesight. It really doesn't matter. I I pop the headphones, and I'm listening to Harry Styles. And then three to four public safety officers walk into the library and walk up to the couple and, and start asking them for their IDs. They're like, hey, are you are you students here? We need to see your identification. And so I'm perking up like, are they doing rounds? For some reason, I thought it was some general check, so I start to listen. But then it turns out that somebody called to complain about the couple canoodling and public safety arrived and proceeded to take down their names and request that they go to separate desks and they got all interrogated and the couple started to get defensive like tell me what the what the complaint was so yeah i got to witness people getting written up for pda in the library i have no idea who called and complained about it but it added a little spice what floor were you on was it a loudness complaint i know that's what i was wondering but they weren't being loud uh it was the fourth floor so even if they were it wouldn't have mattered because it's low enough that it's like okay to whisper and talk or whatever i just want to know who snitched who snitched it wasn't me 
Anyway, so that was my week. But the main topic of this episode, finally getting around to it, is birth control. Because Yay. ladies, I'm not going to lie, I just started and got it together and I feel like a woman. <laughs> like, And my mom is like, Bella, that's so stupid, it really doesn't matter. And I'm like, but no, mom, you don't understand, I am a woman. So we're going to talk about it. I feel like it. it's a layer of having your life put together. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, look at me making adult decisions. You're adulting. Isn't that crazy? But between the four of us, we cover three of the major options. So who better? Well, actually, there's a lot of people. We are all 12 years old. Please consult okay. a physician before heeding any Please of this advice. Please do. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Go to a gynecologist. Yeah, we are not professionals. We are just four girls. How did you guys learn about the different options? Like, did sex ed in school help you? Did you go out on your own? Did you, like, talk to a parent or a doctor? Because there's a lot out there. So fill me in. Tell me. I went on, like, three years ago. Something like that. I was just starting to go to the gynecologist. Like, it was my first time there. And I, like, told my mom I wanted to go on birth control. And after a lot of convincing, she let me do it because I had a boyfriend. And then I talked to her and my gynecologist. So we were talking to her about, like, the different options for me. I thought that the pill would be best for me. And so that's what I'm on now. So my story was a little different in that I was actually sick when I wanted to get on birth control. And so I had to do the pill because it's the only one that you can stop if something starts to go wrong in your body. I was probably on the pill for about a little bit over a year because I was on it starting January of my senior year and then through my gap year. And then by the end of my gap year, I was kind of just done taking a pill every day. And I knew so many friends who had gotten IUDs and like my sister got an IUD and like my old nanny got an IUD. And it was just one of those things where it was like, it felt like everyone around me was getting them. And so I kind of like Googled it and looked into it minorly and was like, yep, this is what I want. And so then I went to the gynecologist for the first time and was like, I want an IUD. And they were like, okay. And they literally, when I called up the gynecologist and was like I want an IUD they're like okay make a consultation appointment and an IUD insertion appointment so I did it all the same day before ever getting the consultation which was like nice for ease of access and then I went in and I like examined all the things and they're like okay you're gonna get the one that everyone gets which is like the Morena ring and I was like okay cool and then after camp one day I just went and got my IUD in. I have like a question is it like difficult to like do like I don't know like I have questions about it ask away so it wasn't I mean the process itself wasn't difficult because I literally like I scheduled the appointment and I like mm-hmm. went in and did it so they give you like a shot of like okay, basically like liquid ad <laughs> of liquid Advil so I don't I think you could opt to not get that part of it the, the night before you take this weird tablet that dissolves in your mouth that like opens your cervix you don't feel anything it's this weird chalky tablet and you're supposed to let it like melt between your gums and it doesn't really dissolve well weirdest part of the process but then you take that like the night before you don't feel anything that day like whatever my job was a camp counselor I went to work that day I left they gave me a shot half an hour before just of like liquid Advil so it doesn't hurt as much and then they like stick the speculum up there open you up and then say cough and so you make like a coughing sound oh my god it's like the guys (laughs) 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 they like make a coughing sound and they just like insert it and it feels like a really sharp pain for like a minute maybe and then it just doesn't hurt. Maybe I mean, maybe not a full minute. I'm like trying to like think back because I have. Like it's longer than a second. <laughs> it's like it's like a couple seconds of like you being uncomfortable because you cough to like get it up there and then they have to like get it in the right place. Yeah. I maybe a minute's exaggeration. Maybe closer to thirty seconds, but like it's more than like five or ten seconds where you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, this is really uncomfortable. But then like for me afterwards that night, I went out. I picked up one of my friends and like a bunch of us hang- hung out at my house. Walking around too much hurt, but like 
I sat there. I have one of the little things that you put in the microwave that you heat up that you're supposed to use for cramps. And I just kind of like cuddled that for a night and I was really fine. And the only time it was weird was, so that was a Friday. And then Sunday, I went to Zumba with my mom and all the jumping around. And I was like, oh, I can, like it like hurt. That was like, it was crampy. But it really was like cramps the way people, like the way people get period cramps. Oh, okay. And then for me, I got my period two times after that of like varying degrees. And I haven't gotten it since October. The hormonal one just stops it all, which sounds honestly magic, but one of the reasons why I was hesitant about considering it was the fact that I'm that girl where completely, absolutely zero chance of pregnancy, my period is one day late, and I'm like, guys, something happened. (laughs) Did I ever tell you guys a story about when I thought I was pregnant when I started becoming a vegetarian? This was in eighth grade. So in eighth grade, I cut out all red, I cut out all red meat, all chicken, like I mm-hmm. stopped. I still ate fish and stuff like that. But your iron drastically drops. And I was in eighth grade, so I wasn't like paying attention to like eating my leafy greens and stuff like that. So I didn't get my period for a month. And I really like sat down with my mother and was like, mom, I think I'm pregnant. I haven't gotten my period in two months. And she's like, have you? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fully knowing how it works, just so terrified of what yeah. happened because I didn't get my period. And it was like a full two months mm-hmm. that I didn't get it. I was so scared out of my mind. That's why I think I couldn't be able to do the IUD just because like well my period used to suck. Once I got on the birth control it like has regulated it. I don't have like cramps anymore. I used to have like awful cramps but like it's annoying but like I kind of want to have my period every month just to know that I, I'm like I'm not pregnant. I guess the IUD though is so effective that you don't really have to worry about it, right? That's it's true. like 99.9999. Yeah. And <laughs> the one in the like 0.01% chance or whatever it is. So you couldn't get as long as it's in the right place. So there's always the case of like it's in the wrong place and slips out and like whatever. But as long as it's in the right place, your egg couldn't get fertilized in your uterus. So the only chance that you have of getting pregnant is in your fallopian tube, which is like not a viable pregnancy and like has some health concerns, but that's why it's 0.1% of the time. Um, yeah again as long as the IUD is in your uterus you have all those hormones in your uterus you can't do it and it's only if like by some chance it's like in your fallopian tube and like all of these things happen that you could get pregnant and then it's not viable anyway science yeah (laughs) that's science so that's why I feel okay about it because I know that like like you can't you like really can't get pregnant and like even if you did you still couldn't if that makes sense So you really can't get pregnant. You don't have to do anything. It just kind of hangs out there. The only annoying thing is that when I got my period in October, I was spotting. So I got my period, but then I spotted for like a solid two weeks. And that's the thing that like they tell you for the first, I want to say six months, but don't quote me on that fact. You can just like randomly start spotting. And typically your period goes away, but it's not guaranteed. Those are like the things that they tell you. Because everybody's, especially when it comes to hormones, everybody is so different. Yeah. But Hannah has a thing in her arm. Guys, I know nothing about this. I'm so intrigued. Hannah, fill us in, Queen. How does this work? So, essentially, I only had two choices. I could do what Jocelyn had in the vagine, or I could get the arm thing. Because since I suffer from migraines, if I got birth control, like the pill, I would most likely get a blood clot in my brain, think it's a migraine, and die. So, (laughs) we didn't do that. But anyways, so, how I decided to get birth control was I got my first boyfriend last year, and my mom said, oh, you have a boyfriend in college? Birth control! (laughs) And then we went to the doctor. Now, Lauren, you might want to block your ears for a minute. Lauren doesn't like needles. 
So to put the thing in my arm, they have kind of a thick needle and it's like an iron bar inside of a needle and they just kind of push it in your arm. I have a little bit of a scar and you can feel it. If I push here, there's like a little iron tube in my arm. It freaks Michael out. He doesn't like touching it. <laughs> Do you like touching it? It's kind of fun. How long does it last? Do you okay, know? A couple years? Uh, three years. And it's also 99% effective. That's but there's amazing. a bigger chance of side effects. That is true. Have you had any? My period was kind of weird for a while was one of the things that I did. Like, I didn't have it for, like, six months, and then all of a sudden I had it again. Uh, one of them, not the one I have, there's a different arm plant. Another one causes weight gain in a lot of people. This one, I haven't really had side effects, though. Oh, beautiful. I just know that there's a bigger chance because the way the hormones work, because they're going through your entire body. So with the pill and the arm implant, the hormones are going through your entire system to, like, make it to yeah. your uterus, versus an IUD puts the hormones right into your uterus. So, like... Yeah. The side effects are more for the other ones than yeah, taking. That yeah. makes sense. Actually, I haven't really gotten migraines as much, but Ooh. that's good. Yes. So, <laughs> I don't know if that's on their list of things it might do, but that's how it's worked out for me because <laughs> they are, migraines are hormonal and it affects those hormones. That's mm-hmm. so fascinating. So, I like the thing in my arm. For me, I literally went on campus and I spoke to a doctor on campus, a lovely female doctor who was super nice to me and complimented me on my name. And I said, I would like birth control pills, please. And she kind of walked me through how it worked, blah, blah, blah. And then she prescribed it to me and that was literally it. Wild. Did you get it filled on campus too? No, they had it sent to the Target off campus, but I'm sure they could have. They can fill some things on campus, like... um. I had a cold recently, and they prescribed me medicine for that. So they can fill it if they have it in stock. Mm-hmm. So also, it's generally cheaper to get it done at, like, CVS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, Bella's birth control costs her zero dollars. Yeah, guys, it was completely covered by my insurance, which was beautiful. Was Most insurances are, I feel like. Mine yeah, is. Bella just wasn't prepared for that. really wasn't. She walked back um, to me and was like, did they make a mistake? <laughs> I was I was shocked, but I think my not that it was a mistake, but my biggest point of confusion is the fact that I started maybe two weeks ago. Everybody, which the heat of final season, so it's kind of difficult. Not only because it's new and my body's probably hasn't even processed that anything's happening, but it's hard to tell if something is like a hormonal effect or just the general stress and confusion of finals. Like for a while, I thought it was making me more irritable, but then I was like, no, I'm just stressed because I had a wonderful weekend with my mom and I was fine she broke her wrist wrist, so it wasn't like you know wonderful might be misleading no I I actually I legitimately had the best time with my mom and I was completely fine after that so I was like oh it was just the stress of kind of being cooped up and overwhelmed and now I'm like having more acne flare-ups first of all it's really not bad for especially for someone who has a history of acne so it genuinely just could be the stress of finals I have no idea of telling so we'll find out but yeah the other night Bella explained birth control to my boyfriend in the library yeah like midnight yeah and i i take i take it at 11 o'clock at night not that anyone needs to know that but i if anyone was wondering yeah because you take it at the same time for the pill and because Which i think is the hardest part it really is especially so last year when i was on the pill i changed we went to spain and i think it just threw me off i was in israel we went to spain i think it just threw me off being in a different location and i like really couldn't do it but like my transition to israel i was really struggling to think of what i was going to do because it's a seven hour time difference mm-hmm. i want to say so transitioning to israel it was weird of like do I pick a new time? Do I try to keep it the old time and like that whole thing? That was my biggest thing with the pill. Eventually, I was just like, I don't know what it's to do. Tough. 
I ha- I think Bella knows this that I've changed my time <laughs> recently because like when I started three years ago like in high school I was like an early bird like the latest I would go to bed is like 10 30 like it, I was <laughs> weird and so I made my time 10 thinking like oh yeah I'll just like be able to take it go to bed right well I don't remember the last time I went to bed at 10 I always go to bed at like midnight one two something like that now and so I literally just looked it up while we were doing this podcast I didn't know this earlier but if you're going from your period to your next pack of birth control that's the time where you can change your time if you want to like right after your period so I think I'm gonna change it to like midnight or something but that's I've already kind of been doing that already so I think it's fine and also kind of like how Jocelyn said she was on the pill at the beginning and now she's on this so if it doesn't work for you please switch because Mm -hmm. you want your body to be like reacting to it well because my first I forgot the name of it but the first brand of birth control that I used had terrible side effects like I was gaining weight like crazy I had terrible acne and like my friends know that I don't usually don't really have an acne problem and um it was just really bad so I got into a different brand and now I'm great and I've been with that brand for like two and a half years so yeah some people are really sensitive to it like I know for me when going to Israel they couldn't give me all of the brand that I had because they didn't have enough in stock so I just switched my brand halfway through and I was so worried about it and it ended up being fine because a lot of the brands have the same chemicals but it's different like fillers I guess and I know some people are really sensitive to the fillers too so like especially like if you want to do the pill you can stick with it and you can try different brands if you have bad side effects yeah there's so many options talk Talk to your doctor. I love explaining birth control to boys. There was one guy who didn't know the difference between a UTI and an IUD. He was like, they are both letters and they have to do with vaginas, and that is it. I was like, no. But I mean, he wasn't wrong. Just a little misguided. (laughs) Just a little. I I feel as though the general consensus of this is there's so many different options, and each person has such a different experience with those options. So please go talk to a professional. Also your friends. Also your friends, they have experiences. But to wrap up this episode, we want to share our confused moments of the week. Does anybody have one that they want to share with the class? It's not that big, but my confused moment of the week is that I've been uh, living off of a dollar for a very long time because my meal points are all out and I don't want to spend real people money. So yes, I've been I've been living off of my friends and these snacks that I have in my room, meaning I've eaten like 50 Rice Krispie treats in the past five weeks. Thanks, John. Five weeks, as I meant five days. <laughs> yes, thank you, John. He just had a giant box and I just eat all of his food. That's another reason why I go to the, the boys' room so often is because I have snacks. That's happening with all of our friends now. We're all down to the the dollar. John's completely out. Mm -hmm. Seth had to get his refilled. I can't pay for anyone else anymore. I'm at $30. You also can't pay for anyone else anymore. (laughs) You can Michael. He's at $30 now, too. Yeah, and if you don't know, the average meal at our university costs around 7 to $8, and that's without a drink and, I don't know, being kind of conservative. Like, you just get the meal, and that's it. Uh, And Mama needs coffee. The funniest yeah. thing about this is I have friends that are at like a thousand dollars because like freshman meal plans. Send yeah. them our way. <laughs> that was me last year. So I went to a, a lower meal plan and uh, then I still abused it. I just went to, to I went to Dutch way too many times and just got groceries. So living I'm in BP right across from Dutch is just problematic because I go there so frequently. Oh yeah. So for those who don't go to Hofstra, Dutch is our 24-hour convenience store, and we live directly across the street from it. So you want ice cream, you want chips, you want hot Cheetos late at night, it's right there 24-7. Or you want a pizza. Like, the pizza station, I don't know what time it closes, but I've gotten a pizza at 2 a.m. before. 
Yeah, at the pizza station, the sandwich station, the salad, salad station. station. So good. Everything's so good. So stay tuned to the other Jocelyn episodes to hear everybody else's confused moments. To stay up to date on new episodes and a look behind the scenes, follow us at BBNC Pod on all social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, even Pinterest. It's also a great place to contact us, let us know what you think, and give us topics you want to discuss. Finally, share our podcast with anyone you think may be interested. Thanks so much for listening. You're all shining stars.